Hello, it's Johnny, and I've been musing. As football has come to an end, it occurs to me that business is not a football game. And it's not a war, either. Spend eight minutes listening to a less-than-mediocre manager, and you'll likely hear an infernal sports analogy. See, it's like this. You got your head coach. That's me. Then you got your quarterback. He's the one that makes sure the guy on third doesn't steal home. And then you get in the huddle, and you block the forward for making a free throw, and that's how you build a team. The purpose of a football team is to win the game. But you're not playing a game, and there's nobody to beat. The whole thing falls apart when you remember that your job is to help your customer. Your customer needs a root canal, an air conditioner, a bag of groceries. Your customer wants legal advice, brakes that stop the car, or a puppy. Your customer doesn't care about your competitors, industry trends, or internal policies, so why do you? Your company's purpose isn't to beat the other team. Even if you did, there's nothing to win. There's no trophy to kiss, no Gatorade bath, no ring. You win when you view things from the customer's perspective and make things easier for her. This is not a feel-good philosophy to fill an article. It's called market orientation. A business can choose to focusing on making their product better. That's product orientation. They can make their sales team more efficient. That's sales orientation. You can do better research, research orientation, or choose to serve the customer's needs. That's called market orientation. Oh, our company is all about customer service. I'm sure you think you are, but your behaviors suggest otherwise. A survey conducted by the International Institute for Management Development in Switzerland showed that 63% of executives said that understanding customers and acting on that understanding was critical. Why it's only 63%, I don't know, but we'll discuss that another time. So 63% of executives think it's important, but in practice, only 24% had a customer-led approach to running their companies. An overwhelming majority of companies like to say that customer service is number one, but customers don't agree. There was a report in 2018 called the Serial Switchers Report, saying that $75 billion is lost to poor customer service, and that number is up $13 billion from two years earlier. More than 65% of your customers say they will drop you like a sack of hammers if you give them bad service, and they won't think twice about it. Your football team sucks. Market orientation, as taught from Harvard to Wharton to London School of Business, isn't about wowing your customer. It's about figuring out what the customer wants from you and how to make it as easy as possible for that to happen. Amazon isn't dangerous because it's big or the prices are better. It's winning because they spend a disproportionate amount of time figuring out how to make things easier for you. You don't like finding a steak knife just to open up your packages? Okay, Amazon actually researched and found packing tape that holds the box together while it's shipping, but it just pops open with a simple tear at your house. You don't want to click all those pesky links just to make a purchase? Okay, Amazon made a one-click link. Wait, 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 let's make it even easier. How about I just say what I want out into the air and it comes to my house? Amazon says, sure, we'll do that too. Alexa, order trash liners. I found Glad Tall Trash Bags. Would you like to buy it? Yes. Company decisions have to be made with the customer in mind, but too often are made with the company in mind. When companies overweight research and sales and product, they move further and further from the customer. It may sound somewhat backward, but the numbers are hard to ignore. 
research, and this is according to Professor John Narver from the University of Washington and Professor Stanley Slater from the University of Colorado, they say, quote, research has shown what intuition suggests. Businesses that are more market-oriented enjoy higher profitability as well as superior growth and customer retention and new product success. It's easy. It's, it's almost habitual to say, we, we need a better product, or, or our salespeople need more training, or the marketing department needs more budget, or better research. But the hard work is figuring out what the customer needs from you, and then doing that. You never see that in a football game because business isn't a football game. Your customer doesn't care if you beat the other guy. Your customer doesn't care if your team has won the local Best of Duluth newspaper award. Your customer... That selfish little snot only cares about himself. If you want to play sports, CBS Sports has a fantasy football league. Go do that. It's also not a war. Well, too many war analogies. We've got targets. We've got to go attack the market. Now, look, in war, people lose their limbs, their mental well-being, and sometimes their lives. I've never seen that happen in an accounting firm you feel the need to go to war, there's a U.S. Army recruiter somewhere near you. In the fog of business, it's easy to obsess about the product and sales. Naturally, that's important, and it sure seems like those things are about helping the customer. But in practice, that's just not the case. In their 2017 book, Be Like Amazon, Even a Lemonade Stand Can Do It, Jeffrey and Brian Eisenberg delve deep into just how customer-obsessed a guy like Jeff Bezos really is. And yes, a lemonade stand can do it. And indeed, a little HVAC company in Charlotte, North Carolina, went from making under $5 million a year to clocking in at over $100 million. That's in Charlotte, North Carolina. That customer-obsessed story is told in the book called Mr. Jenkins Told Me, Forgotten Principles That Will Grow Any Business. Look, I'm not here schlepping books for you to read, but those are good ones. Just to remind you that constantly operating from the customer inward instead of the business outward is what's missing. You don't need more X's and O's and squiggly lines on a whiteboard. It's not easy. It's not easy. It takes a long time and most don't have the stomach for it. But when it's done, it works so much better every time it's tried. Every single employee from the CEO to the receptionist has to answer these questions. Am I making life better for our customer? Am I making this easier for my customer? When was the last time I talked to my customer about what they need from us? Do I even know what that is? Do I really know what that is? And if I don't, how can I find out? Look, don't bonus your employees for making more sales. Bonus your employees for doing what's right. Can you imagine giving a bonus to a salesperson who says, you know, uh, what we have isn't right for you, but here's the name of another company that can help you. That salesperson never gets the bonus, but damn it, she should. She just scored a touchdown. In the show notes of today's podcast, there is an attached video where I do an even deeper dive on this subject. You can click on that to learn more. It's also on the website, MolsonPartners.com. I hope you subscribe to this. If you've already subscribed, thank you for subscribing. And I will muse more next time. Ha <laughs>